Thanks for joining us today. I'm your host, Douglas Jones, and this is the Behind the Shield podcast. Alongside me is our producer, Brad Johnson, and here's the rundown of what we have in store for you today. Brad is going to give us a quick rundown of what's been going on at Shelter since our last episode. Today, we're going to sit down with Sergio Valenzuela and talk about some ways he's involved to help us all work more collaboratively. And toward the end there, we're just going to have some fun and get to know Sergio a little more. So, Brad, why don't you catch us up on what's been going on since our last episode? Yeah, we've had a few stories coming up. Uh, one of them has been the Polar Plunge 2020. We have Paula Rose, David Van Dyke, and Rockney Corbin. They've all volunteered to take the dive into freezing cold waters at Bass Pro Shop Lake on March 14th, all in the name of Special Olympics. And there's currently a coin war going on, and everybody's been donating, and we'll know shortly who won that and who's going to jump into that freezing cold water. Or all three of them. We'll see. The home office is running out of space, literally. Uh, Rick McVeigh sent out an email to everybody saying that the Indiana room is going to be relocated on March 16th. And uh, there's an article out there on Spotlight about it. I was able to go on a tour of the new building recently. They're right in the middle of progress. It's going to be a beautiful building, but they still have a ways to go on that. And I'm sure everybody's looking forward to that new building opening and moving into those new offices. And this happened a couple weeks ago, but I think it's worth uh, mentioning because we always hear that Shelter wants to be a good community partner. But uh, Shelter invested in the community once again by donating to The Rock, which is a local charity which helps former inmates transition into local communities. Shelter did this at a Columbia Chamber of Commerce event that they were a sponsor of, and they donated to Boone County uh, elected officials and staff. And the officials and staff, they chose uh, The Rock as the group that they wanted to have the money donated towards. So that's a great cause, and we're happy that Shelter Insurance is involved in that. Very good. All right, thanks for catching us up on what's been going on. Well, today we have uh, our special guest is Sergio Valenzuela. I love that name, Sergio. I, I think of a, a European classical guitar player when I hear your name. It's, it's, it's very, it's very um, vibrant. Thank you. Well, what, what, uh, what we'd like to do is get to know you just a little bit. So tell us which team you're on. I work for the NIS in the messaging group. Our, the messaging group, uh, we have, I have a couple of co-workers, Don Martindale and Norm, Norm Cox, and I work for Chris Guiling. But what we do in messaging, we handle the uh, email, which is now you're currently using Outlook. Uh, we handle the um, anything Office 365 we administrate. Uh, for our users out there, we try to make it better, improve on those systems. So when you have issues with your emails or teams or anything, you're definitely reaching out to us. Okay. So beyond emails and Outlook, you guys take care of some other things as well, right? Yes, we, um, with Teams, it has chat, which we replaced. Prior to this, when I came in, we had Lotus Notes and Same Time. So we replaced the Lotus Notes email with Outlook and the Same Times with Teams. I guess we were, for a few months there, we had Skype going. Teams in itself is a, a one and all collaborated tool including chats, which replaced at our same times. It has calendar scheduling involved in it, as well as uh, a thing they call teams, within teams. So it's uh, where you can build a group or put together an ad hoc team to work on projects 
or even work within a department uh, to collaborate, uh, share um, documents and content, and also get you know things done. You can share ca um, calendars, planners, and other items like that. So it's really exciting right now. This is a really exciting time what we're doing with this Office 365 Suites. So what, what in particular are you excited about? Oh, gosh, so many things. Uh, collaboration for one. Uh, I love the Teams platform, and, I, and we just started uh, rolling some of them out. I think it was at the end of November. We now have 123 Teams being out there actively used. Uh, so it's really exciting to see that. I, we see that our developer groups are using it uh, more beyond my expectation. Mm. So it's really exciting how they're doing. They're coming up with some ideas, and I, and I just love that because it allows that ability to do that within a team. So everybody can just take what they used to have and really grow on that. So it's really exciting. What do we have now? I know we've had Teams for a while, and a lot of people are probably familiar with Teams just from using the, the chat feature in terms of typing. But what are some of the things that are available in Teams Right now, uh, I, and I'm just going to give a heads up to our, the folks that are listening. I saw you do a presentation yesterday. Mm -hmm. and there's some things that we have capability of now. There's some things that are coming. So what are some of the things besides just typing in a chat message in Teams that are available for people now? Yeah, so what we've recently started adding on with Microsoft, adding more features to it, but what you can do within a chat conversation. Now, chats are more focused on a one-on-one -on -one type uh, individual, so it replaces what we used to have in same time. But you can also add these gifts and all the other things that we used to do in same times. But it's even more rich than you can actually rich, add rich text uh, information, such as bullet points and stuff. So you can actually add uh, really good content within a chat. Okay. So if you needed to share that, the um, the teams, which is another element, is more focused on a group kind of conversation. So in chat, we I can add individuals. But then I, the thing about that is if I have a conversation going and I want to add in a third person, I actually start a new chat. So I can't bring that history over. But within Teams, that history is persistent. So if I add more people in there, they can actually see the stream of data so you don't have to go back and review that with those individuals. They can get caught up immediately. So those are some of the things that are available now, but there's... Kind of give us a, a teaser on some of the things maybe that are coming. Okay. Also within Teams, what we've added, the capabilities that you can create an instant meeting. So if you have a video camera, if you have your laptop, which actually has the webcam, you can uh, do an instant voice or an instant video with the other person on the line. So you can take chat to an actual visual. And that's really nice because if you need it to speak to multiple people, you can actually have multiple people on this thing to get the answers or the questions answered immediately. So that's great. You could also share documents within Teams so that you can open up a, a document within a Teams and have that shared with all those folks that you've invited to the uh, meeting itself. So this gives you the ability to update existing documents at one time and instead of sending in the, in the past, we used to email that out to everybody. And the problem with that is that everybody updated. At the end of the day, we're not sure which version was the latest one. Mm -hmm. With this, it's only one version, and everybody updates it, so it keeps track, and it really saves a lot of time. That's exciting stuff. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I've really liked and have been using, like you said a minute ago, just the instant video chat, the thing that I find with typing, number one, it takes a while to wait for the response and that kind of thing, but, like, there's somebody across the building, I'll just hit the video, and I know if they've got a laptop that has a camera, we can just have a, a conversation right there on the spot. and. 
I find that the context of the conversation is much better because you ask questions you wouldn't have asked if I had to sit there and type it out. And so uh, that is something that I'm really getting a lot of value of. Probably is costing me some some steps on my, my Fitbit, you know, not getting up and going <laughs> have conversations. But if I have to go across the building every time to have a conversation or pick up the phone, I'm less likely to do it. So tell me, you know, for people that are maybe new to teams, what kinds of help are available for people that who, who, who want to start working with it? So we're trying to offer some uh, monthly tips, and we're, I, I believe we're putting them on Spotlight at this time. If not, uh, we, there's plenty of resources. So when we create up a team for somebody, we're trying to sh send them some resources that they can take a look at. We are now currently looking at more resources that we can actually put out as a uh, website for everybody to get to using another exciting product of teams that we use is SharePoint. And I'll like to talk a little bit about that in a, in a little bit. But yeah, um, they can always reach out to us to help them out. Now Teams is very intuitive that we can actually give it to an individual and I haven't really seen too many questions coming in. At the beginning we did because it was a major change what we did. But today it seems like it's so much easier for somebody just to catch on whether that's just using the chat or scheduling meetings, which is a, a which they've updated recently. So, okay. Yeah. Real quick, just kind of a popcorn thing. If you were going to just name one or two of your favorite things that you can do with Teams or SharePoint, what would those things be, things that are available to people right now? Okay. As you had mentioned earlier, I, I first uh, we introduced to our employee resources group how to take Teams and use SharePoint with that. Now, that's really exciting for me because... What I really like is the new feature that we can add with these eye-catching presentation in SharePoint. It allows people to keep their teams up to date, uh, also to uh, inform more with visuals. It's just so much easier to inform what's going on. And we can actually keep their documents and everything in one place where it can be easily uh, reached at. And that's exciting because you're saying one thing. So when I build a team site for somebody, I also build them a OneDrive, which is a directory. They get so much storage with that. And we also build the SharePoint site. So it's really exciting time right now. We got this small group of champions, and I to totally believe that they're going to make this thing, this feedback come back so we can expand that out to the uh, whole organization. That's good. And one of the things that you mentioned uh, yesterday that I really like about Team Suits, because they're all Microsoft products, how well they all integrate together. That is correct. Uh, when we create a team as well, we're creating an Office 365 group. It's a new term that they came out with. But it will allow us to add in all those features as we grow with this product. So I'm talking about we have teams going with SharePoint and SharePoint allowing us to do more things is within our own groups. But we can build these hub sites, which I kind of shared yesterday. So we would have a main site, such as our inclusion and engagement group, which these uh, employee resource groups can actually roll up some of their news articles so people can feed the content into a main site without having somebody have to be worried about how to maintain that content and that's really exciting but we'll be able to attach the things in the future called Yammer which is more of a social um, type application and I think people will really accept that when we're ready to get that out there. So do you anticipate that SharePoint and Teams some of this functionality we've got now will be what eventually replaces Spotlight? We're hoping that we can replace most of those items in Spotlight with these other features. And I know that we have some members working on that. And in fact, somebody had mentioned that to me earlier. 
When I look at it, I believe we can. One of the things that I'm interested in finding out about you, I, I, I know just technology aside, you're a very collaborative person. And so I, I just see the way that you like to help people and you, and you have a real passion for this. Is there something that either in your previous work history and just who you are that really makes you the kind of collaborative person that you are? You know, growing up, I you know I had a large family. I had six brothers, and we had to communicate. I mean, there was just a lot of reasons for that. <laughs> but in all the organizations prior to coming to shelter, I had worked as a consultant, and I got to see many different dynamics. And one thing I always realized is that those organizations that were able to communicate more effectively seemed to get along better, get more ideas, be more progressive. And those that had troubles doing this communication struggled a little bit more. And so it was my job to try to fix those areas or try to recommend some of those things. Well, here we have an, a, a great opportunity using the Microsoft Office product. And as you mentioned earlier, they put in some seamless integration between all the other applications. So they're really finally getting it. Collaboration is the way to go because when we can talk to more people, the more ideas can come out of that can make us a better organization. I can tell you're excited about what you're doing, what you're able to help share, you and your, your team are able to share with the rest of us. But I've got some questions for you now. I just want to have a little bit of fun, okay? <laughs> okay. These are just get-to-know-Sergio questions. So you, you talked about your siblings, six brothers, right? Yes. Okay, wow. So yeah. talk about collaboration. Right. <laughs> That's right. So where did you grow up? I grew. I was born in El Paso, Texas, but I grew up in Los Angeles. We moved when I was about five and a half years old. I pretty much grew up in Los Angeles, Southern California. Okay, yeah. very good. So you're kind of, a, were you like a beach bum Yeah, beach guy? and the mountains. I mean, All right. it was a 40-minute drive to the mountains and 30 minutes to the beach, so I was right in the middle. Okay, well, I can hear, I can hear Beach Boys music in the oh, back Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, do you have any hobbies? I do. I love playing golf. I love playing music or the guitar. I grew up playing the trumpet for most of my years from the third grade to the 12th grade, but I do love playing the guitar writing code I, you know I, I guess I'm a, a nerd but <laughs> there's days I spend and I'll just want to learn something in yep. this industry I am constantly trying to keep my saw sharp as they would say okay so all you other code nerds out there come find Sergio <laughs> you guys can have a, a, a nice chat so tell me something about yourself that people wouldn't know you know I really enjoy golf and I guess people have heard it but I used to play um I had a goal when I had turned 40. I had started playing golf late, but when I turned 40, I started seeing that I was improving, so I really wanted to be good. I mean, even getting to the senior PGA, but I never got that far. But I did join several uh, uh, Pepsi uh, Opens and uh, the Golf Amateur Tour, and I actually did really well really? in that. I actually wow. got a few tournaments, uh, the Tournament of Champions out in um, Florida and the uh, TPC Sawgrass there, also in Palm Springs, and I've come in second place. So wow. I really enjoy that sport. Wow, that's great. One last question. What's something that's coming up for you that you're very excited about? And this, this doesn't have to be work. It can be something outside of work. Well, we recently just got back from Hawaii. And I, that oh. was really exciting for me. I was looking all, waiting for it all year. It was really exciting. We renewed our vows, me and my wife. It was only 13 years, nice. but we we're really looking forward to it and taking the kids out there. And, uh, they had a blast, and so we're looking for our next year. We're going back to Maui again. Oh, wow, very <laughs> good, very good. All right, well, that kind of wraps up the time that we've got to talk today. Uh, I want to just thank you, Sergio and Brad. Thanks for your help on the episode today. 
And I want to thank those of you that are listening that have been sharing constructive feedback. We've been getting a lot of really good feedback and just want to say thank you and just ask that you would keep it coming. We want to make this podcast the best that it can be for you. And and the feedback that you give us helps us to do that. So on our next show, we're going to be talking with Lisa Gardy from our reinsurance department, but she is going to be here to talk about swag. So if you don't know about swag, we're not going to spoil the surprise yet, but we'll talk about that next week uh, when Lisa's here with us. And that wraps up our episode for today. I want to thank you for listening and hope you have a great day.